What up, fanboys? Welcome to episode 13 of What the Fanboy Podcast. Time to get out your D20s and roll on ahead with us. Nailed it. Welcome back to another episode of What the Fanboy Podcast. Podcast where we fanboy and fangirl. Why'd you say podcast? Did you call it the twice? What the Fanboy Podcast podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. This is great. Keep it. I'm not editing anything out of this episode. I'm Chris. <laughs> Yo. It's two weeks in a row where I've totally botched your guys' introductions. You want to introduce yourself to What's up, guys? I'm Tyler. Oh, and I'm Luke. What's up? Got a fun show for you today. Wait, are we really keeping that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't got time to go back and change all this stuff. All right. Okay. What have you guys been doing? Let's go and do it. What have you guys been doing? We're not slowing down this all week. All right. I'll, I'll start up. I'll start off. Uh, because I'm the game master of our Pathfinder games, I've been reading a crap ton about Pathfinder. Um, just so that I can uh, run our games better. I also watched Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them for the first time this oh, week. Oh, you did? I did. What? It's on HBO. You hadn't seen it yet? No, I'd never seen it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good change of pace from the other Harry Potter movies. So. I th- I think it's the best um, poop cloud villain. Yeah, probably. It's like, how did you not watch that yet? <laughs> oh, I thought you were having a heart attack. I am because he didn't watch it. <laughs> I, I will like I wasn't annoyed by the poop cloud villain. Yeah. I don't know what else to call As it. As opposed to like the enchantress <laughs> or um the trash cloud villain, parallax and gray lantern. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate poop cloud villain. <laughs> um he even pooped in that guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. That's enough about poop. <laughs> uh okay, I also uh picked up Pokémon Soul Silver. High five me. Yeah. Sorry if I bumped the mic there. <laughs> classic Pokemon game. Classic uh, remake of second generation. It's, I mean, Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver are pretty much regarded as the two best Pokemon games ever made. Want to know something even cooler? They're actually releasing the original Silver, gold and, Silver and Gold yep. and Crystal on the eStore. Yeah, I saw that, but... eShop. Soul Silver was just... It was a really well done remake. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it modernized it a lot. Uh, super hard to find. But I was getting my haircut, and right next to where I get my haircut is a GameStop. So I popped in. I looked at their used DS games, and there was one copy of it sitting there. So I was like, heck yeah. There it was. $40. <laughs> what kind of DS do you have? I've got a 3DS. Not a new 3DS. Uh, old 3DS. A 3DS. Cool. Actually, three. I have a 3DS XL, but nice. not okay, this a is, new 3DS XL. This is getting confusing for Luke. This is too with many knuckles. SDXs. I have a 2DS. Nice. Yep. I, I don't I don't have one, so you're missing out. But you didn't play Pokemon growing up. No, I think Pokemon's dumb. Mm. Well, <laughs> Chris, I'll come play with you. Uh I also watched the Netflix original movie um adaptation, live action adaptation of Death Note. At least I kind of watched it. It didn't hold my interest enough, so I don't really remember what happened in the middle of the movie because it I just it didn't out. it didn't keep me entertained so i stopped paying attention <laughs> so it's gonna get all the oscars probably <laughs> I mean, it's got willem dafoe he, i do love the willem dafoe yeah he was the best part in my opinion it also oh yeah uh super whitewashed took place in seattle i think when the original source material takes place in tokyo which almost the same full disclosure i have also not seen the anime death note that it's based on or the manga that it's actually based on the japanese comic book um but my understanding is that it's not super true to the source material it's like i get it you're trying to fit a like 30 something episode tv show into an hour and a half movie but also it just wasn't and like i could forgive being not true to the source material especially since i hadn't seen it but if you're gonna do that at least be entertaining. <laughs> Just make it good. Yeah. 
Awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's all I've really been up to besides starting a new job. Oh yeah. yeah like making that money. Make the money. What have you been doing? <laughs> what have I been doing? Yeah, what have you been doing? As you guys know, Wonder Woman came out Tuesday digitally. Oh yes. I bought it digitally. Thank oh, you, yes. Dana. Yeah, I was, um, I was gonna say, uh, who's uh, whose choice was that? That was my wife Dana's choice. So, not that I wouldn't have bought it, but I was gonna wait until it came out. She couldn't wait to watch it again, so we bought it Tuesday. We watched it Tuesday, and now we are buying whatever special edition they release when it comes out physically. So, I will have multiple outlets and ways to watch Wonder Woman. And then, I also spent a lot of time this week promoting the podcast. Um, I've been on Reddit, on Twitter, the internet in general, just talking with other podcasters. Uh, the World Wide Web. The World Wide Web of podcasters, because that's all there is on the internet now, is podcasters. Um, and Pretty I've just much. been trying to, to network with <laughs> with some of them and, and get to know some other people. And we actually have some pretty cool stuff coming in the future with some promotional stuff and possibly crossing over and doing a, a joint episode with a... Is this a crossover episode? A crossover episode. Yeah, crossover. And we're crossing over the pond for this bad oh, boy. Oh, man. Talking to some guys from London, so... Oh, not Lake Genie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm not Lake Genie. Genie. I said a <laughs> pond. The pond. The Atlantic Ocean that I refer to as the pond. Oh, so the backyard pond. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, we might be working with some guys from London um, here in the near future, so be on the lookout for that. We're pretty excited. Awesome. Well, uh, I did a couple things, too. Did um, you? Yeah, just a couple. What'd you do, Luke? Um, actually watched... <laughs> I watched three movies this week, which is pretty much average, but whatever. But uh, last night, I went and saw Logan Lucky. It's the new Steven Soderbergh film. Um, it's it's really good. Um, I think it's... I don't like it more than Ocean's Eleven. This is the same guy who did the Ocean's movies. But I think it's better than Ocean's 13. What so about Magic Mike is better than Magic Mike. I haven't seen Magic Mike. <laughs> I don't want to see that movie. But um, if you're a big but fan, is of, it better than Ocean's 12? Everything is better than Ocean's 12. Ocean's 12 was a hot piece of garbage. Is that is that true? Everything is better. I'm pretty sure Death Note is better than is Transformers. Better. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> really? Ocean's 12 was a hot piece of garbage. It was terrible. Oh my. Gosh. It's really bad. Now Transformers last night. No. That that's what I was referring oh, okay. to. Okay. So, a lot of the tra- let's say the first three Transformers are probably better. <laughs> Whatever. Um, if you like the Oceans movies, you'll really, really like Logan Lucky. It's basically like Oceans meets NASCAR, right? Yeah. Right, cool. Whoa. Drop your mic. Sorry, guys. Drop the mic, Tyler. <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> um, I also this week uh, I watched the movie Edge of Seventeen. From uh, it was last year, one of last year's movies, and it easily would have made my top ten list for last year. Nice. It was really good. It's one of the best coming of age movies I've ever watched. It's a, uh, it's about this girl in high school who's seventeen, and her life is just kind of in shambles. And uh, she reminds me of when I was seventeen. But like, reminds me of me now. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> But like she is, she's a pretty crazy girl, and she doesn't really connect with a lot of people. She only has one friend, and her friend starts dating her perfect brother, and her life kind of starts falling apart. But it's really funny. It's really good. Has a lot of heartfelt moments. So if you really like coming of age movies, I really recommend you try that movie out. Awesome, nice. I'll I'll give it a shot. Who's who's in it? Uh, Haley Steinfeld and Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Oh, he's the man, dude. He's so funny. Is there a movie he's not the man in, though? Okay. No. Nope. I, I rest my case. <laughs> One thing I want to mention before we get going into some of our other topics. I don't know if you guys saw this. True Detective Season 3 with Mahershala Ali was announced this week. Yes. So. Nice. Get excited. I, I'll probably just skip Season 2 since I heard it's horrible. Yeah, I heard I Season 2 is not very good. good. I still need to watch Season 1. Oh, dude. Behind the times. So do I. It's, I'll it's, watch it with you, but I've heard it's really, really good. It's really good. Cool. It's really good. All right. Something else I kind of want to talk about. I ventured out into the unknown. 
You are a brave soul, my friend. <laughs> oh, thank you, Tyler. I decided I was kind of bored on Thursday night. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll go see Inhumans in IMAX. And you know what? It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I think that's the benefit of low ex- low expectation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now I say that, and now this thing is a heap of garbage. I want to say that, too. I was expecting to give this thing like a 1 out of 10, and I'm not. I was. <laughs> is it a 2 out of 10? It's it's like a 3 or 4 out of 10. All right. It is, it's, All right. It's not very good. I just... It's like three, 300% better than you expected. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. When you put it in perspective, it sounds really bad. Like, first of all, they waste the IMAX. It's dumb. It's got the worst CG I've ever seen. Horrible sets. Um, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailer. Um, they cut Medusa's hair halfway through. That's her superpower. Lockjaw was okay, I guess. Is Lockjaw always standing in the same direction? Because in the trailer, he's literally in the same exact position no, every he, time you see him. He has some like dog poses that he does. Like if you're like about to play fetch, he like puts his head down to the ground. He's like, <laughs> is that like the typical like be cute Marvel moments of the show? Is Lockjaw? Um, yeah, but you'd have to like lower that down a moment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> budget couldn't cut it, huh? He, yeah, it's. He was the only entertaining part, and he's barely in it, and he's not even really that good. He doesn't look good. Yeah, like he, the CGI is really bad. And yeah, from what you're saying about the CGI, it sounds like honestly, an IMAX screening would hurt this show because oh, absolutely, you can forgive a lot more CGI <laughs> on TV on ABC. Yeah. It, if you're watching it on on like a 30 inch television, than if you're watching it on the IMAX screen. Yeah, if I w- if I would have just waited for this to be on ABC, I'm sure I would have been like, "No, no, it's it's fine." But I I paid money for this, so it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and like they uh, the main problem with it, I think, is they throw you into this world and they just kind of expect you to know who everybody is. Mm-hmm. Now I do know who everybody is. But like the average Person, but if it's, it's somebody who's like, oh, I'm going to watch this new Marvel show on TV, they're going to have no idea. They're going to have no idea that Crystal's powers is that she's literally the Avatar. Yeah, it's like jumping into season three of Game of Thrones. You're yeah. not going to know what's happening. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, she uses her powers maybe once. Medusa's hair gets cut off. So what's the freaking point of her? My that, question. That's all budgetary. I'm calling that, though. Like. Oh, I'm sure. My question is, was was there a lot of people there? More than I expected. I thought I was going to be like the only one. Really? Yeah. I was curious. I was curious because this is like the first time something like this has happened, isn't it? Yeah. And And, and know what? I I think they should keep trying. I think IMAX should keep trying. Because I know they did it with Game of Thrones too. They did it with... Man, I would have seen that. Yeah, I was going to say I would watch that. It was the last two episodes of season... Five or six. Man, yeah, I would have gone and seen that. Yeah. Great. Yeah, you definitely can't just do one episode. So, yeah, but at the same time, you have to do it something that can show off effects. IMAX. Yeah. Like the sweeping shots they show in this are just so dumb and bland. Like, it's a. Like, uh, what's the name of the mountain in Hawaii? Or the, the Diamond Head. They're showing Diamond Head, and it's just like. It looks like a Google image. <laughs> this oh, is, man. This is so boring. And I bet Diamond Head is actually a really cool place to go to. Oh, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. But, like, and then they show this waterfall, and it's totally CGI. It's like you can't find a single waterfall in Hawaii. Are you kidding me? It was pathetic. Although, I think I'm kind of annoyed because, gosh dang it, I'm intrigued by this show, and I want to know what happens now. That's why it kind of bumps up to a four, I think. I'd give it a four out of ten. So the storyline is interesting, is what you're saying. No, the trailer they played after was intriguing. <laughs> so you saw the first two episodes, right? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't really regret spending money. Like, Well, 
I'm glad you took one for the team there. Yeah. And I hope that the show is successful because that's the only way more shows will get made. Yeah. Speaking of intriguing storylines. Oh, what a segue. Nailed it. Uh, Luke and I have been watching over the past seven weeks uh, the the newest season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Luke, now that the season is over, uh, let's keep it spoiler free. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was yeah. about to just belt out some hardcore spoilers. I'm not even caught up and I've been reading about it. <laughs> All right, uh, Luke. What did you think of the season? I really liked it. Um, I story wise and action wise, I'd say it's not as good as like season six. But my favorite part about this season is that um, the pacing—they got rid of the traveling. Yeah, and they can just tell the story now. Like I've said it before, I've said it when we've been talking about Netflix shows. Uh, shorter seasons have a lot of benefits, and I think that yeah. we saw that in this. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I'm not watching it, but I shorter seasons are better. Yeah, it, it really helps with pacing a lot. Uh, as far as the actual like story of the season goes, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I felt like a lot of the major story points were things that everyone already expected and already knew was going to happen. Like there wasn't any major like aha moments in the season. But <laughs> aha, aha, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist that. But it was all, it was all important stuff for yeah. pushing the story forward. Yeah, and like I didn't mind the direction it took, even though I mean I kind of saw it coming. Yeah, like it was like cool. Yeah. I like that. And like there were there were cool moments, but as far as storytelling goes, there weren't any like there was no like red wedding situations. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Dang. I'd say the only moment that I was like, oh, was like the very opening scene. Of se- yeah. season seven, with I will say, can we say it? no? I won't say anything. I mean, I will. I will say that in the first few episodes, uh, Arya Stark was amazing in the first couple episodes, and then just got kind of weird and boring. I feel like she got redeemed though, kind of at the end. Yeah, but I do agree. Yeah, yeah. I'd say th- those the middle, two, the two best scenes of the entire series was the first scene and the last scene of the series. Okay, yeah. I think I'm thinking of the right one. I know what the last scene is. And yeah, what you're doing right there, that's <laughs> that's how I feel about it. I guess uh, the scene I'm thinking of isn't the last scene. You're thinking of the last Arya scene? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that scene was awesome. Yeah, I'm also, the last, the last scene. scene was pretty crazy. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... Honestly, I think that's all we can really say without getting deep into spoilers. Yeah. Um, one, one more thing about... Uh, never mind. Looking forward to <laughs> looking forward to the next season in a year and a half. Oh god! I, I got a year and a half to catch up. That's good. I can yep. do this, guys. Yep. I'm in season four. I watched right. the first like four <laughs> seasons in four days. Yeah, I don't have time to do that. I was an animal. I didn't have a job though at the moment. So. Oh yeah, no, I can't do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of uh, fantasy adventure. Oh, dude, you're killing it with these, man. Segway machine. He he got on the Segway machine website and looked up a bunch. You're like <laughs> you're like Paul Blart Mall Cop yeah. with these Segways. Riding that Segway straight through this podcast. <laughs> Another good one. Dude, you're on fire. Just keep it going. Yeah, so fantasy fantasy adventure, we played our first session of Pathfinder, the Dungeons and Dragons game this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys' initial thoughts on Pathfinder so far? I kind of want to quit my job and just play Pathfinder. <laughs> and, you know, I was probably the most skeptical. Yeah. Um, like, I've always thought it would be a cool game, but then at the same time I was like... Also super nerdy. This is really stupid. Incredibly yeah. nerdy. Yeah, I don't care about that. I just thought it was going to be stupid. And then, like, we started playing... And I think I there was like this epiphany where I started to figure out what was going on and how the game was supposed to yeah. be played. And I once was like, you, once this you is dope. Get over the initial learning curve. Because it, it is, it, it's a little daunting at first with the learning curve and just you're looking at a paper full of numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And none of it makes sense. But once it starts to make sense. And I wasn't expecting to be able to like to actually do anything. Like Chris's first question was, you walk in a room and see a statue, what do you do? And I was just like, 
what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it felt like a quiz, but you can like. Can legit, I have multiple choice, please? You can legit do like anything you want. Anything. Yeah. I go into if the you middle wanna, of the room and I do a dance. Yeah. If I want to lay down and do 100 push ups, I could lay down and do 100 push ups. Will it benefit me? Absolutely not. Can you roll for it to boost your strength? Ooh, Chris, Game Master? No. Oh, shoot. Because then you guys would just you do that all the time to you try to get your stats up. You should have said, roll, and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have brought some dice in. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Nice. Good. Um, what are your guys' characters? Um, I'm I'm the game master. So for those of you that don't know, I don't have my own character. I control everything else in the world. And the monsters. Yeah, I control the monsters. And he kills us. Yeah. Because he's a jerk. What a jerk. Um, I'm a half elf druid. Sounds awesome, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> so pretty much like I'm I'm a half elf, half human, half elf, obviously. <laughs> but uh I hang out in like the woods and stuff and I like connections with plants and animals. And I have a animal companion that's a leopard. And I ride it around and stuff and it's awesome. And Do you know its name? Tim. Tim. And eventually, I'll be able to shapeshift into animals. And based on my level, I can do like, I can be a leopard, or I could be like a bear, or I could be like a mosquito, or something like that. I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. I was going to say, could you make a leopard and then make another leopard? Well, Tim's a guy. Oh, you're a guy. guy. Yeah, it won't work. Can't make babies that way. It's 2017, man. Maybe they can adopt a baby leopard. There you go. But then you'd have to be like perma leopard to raise another leopard. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just thought about that because you can yeah. literally do anything in this game. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's a legitimate question. Like you, you can do a lot of different things. Yep. And I think that was the hardest part for us while yeah. we were playing to, to like wrap your head around that. Yeah. Because like most fantasy based video games are in some way rooted in Dungeons and Dragons. But. Because they're a computer program, they have to have some degree of limitation. Whereas in Dungeons and Dragons, it's just your imagination. Yeah, and that, and I Which think that's awesome. what makes it so much fun. Yeah. And, and the die in the game, the dice, essentially are just those computer algorithms. Yeah, I mean, you just roll for it for the chance. Yeah. Yeah, but like so, like in like when people say you can do anything in Skyrim, you can do a lot in Skyrim, but ultimately you're restricted to what the game will allow you to do. Yeah, you and can't lay down you guys, and do push-ups. <laughs> and I think that you guys were kind of coming into it with that as your base. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And then so and then in this where you can where I literally started you guys like I described the room you were in and I was it. We were like, I don't yeah. know what." But, yeah, it's awesome. But my character Are you are you done talking about your character, Luke? I think so. Okay. My character <laughs> You explained his lore, right? Because I explained my guy's lore. Is like the backstory? Yeah. I don't really have a backstory for mine yet. I'm still trying to figure it out. My guy's backstory is pretty awesome. So I have a half-orc paladin who is a lawful good character. And I'm the only good character, per se. Everybody else is kind of neutral, right? I'm chaotic neutral. So you're like... I'm a, kind of selfish. You're kind of like but I'm not, gray jedi I'm not evil. Yeah. You're like a gray Jedi, man. Heck yeah. I'm kind of jealous because I really like... My name is Luke. That is true. That's a episode eight prediction for you. Well, I mean, did you see the picture this week? No. He's in all black. Well, I'm just... I don't think he's... I think he's going to denounce the Jedi Order. Not denounce the Force, but denounce the Jedi Order. I'm pretty much just avoiding everything Star Wars and Justice League now. Final thoughts. Sorry. Yeah. Um, So I'm a half-orc paladin named Tolgan. Um, I'm half human, half orc. I was part of a tribe of savages who just killed innocent people for no reason. And I didn't want to do that. Think Finn in Star Wars. Um, so I was outcast and I wandered my way to this village and found Luke and Logan. And we made the... And Tim. And Tim. Yeah, Tim was there. <laughs> And we made our own Injustice League. Yeah. And we are now helping towns get rid of their problems. Um, I hear there's other heroes in the world, too, that we may recruit along the way. Yeah. But my guy's rooted in 
knowledge of religion and he's super beefy yeah so he left left his barbarian orc clan and then got got saved got raised up (laughs) by some clerics and became a a warrior for this for his newfound religion yep do you have a deity i was looking at them i don't know if i get to claim one yet do I? I? I don't know. I'll, I'll have to read. I think okay. so. I'll have to read. Because I didn't think I could claim one until I was at level four when I get my magic. But I already know which one it would be. And it would be like the only female deity because she gives powers of healing. And that's what I want to be able to do is heal so I can tank for you guys and heal you guys at the same time. Yeah, I'm the only <laughs> cool. I'm the only healer right now and I really can't do much. Yeah. I mean, you guys are level one. None of you can do much of anything. Yeah, that's true. We're level two now. We just <laughs> haven't played yet. Yeah. True. Our papers say two. No, they say actually they actually say one, but they will say two. Yeah, and then I've just been game mastering, and the first the first round was pretty easy to do because we were running through like an initial mission campaign where you guys were just in a dungeon and learning. Yeah, and learning. So yeah, it was a lot of learning, a lot of just figuring out what you guys could do. And now, so this week I've been like trying to do some world building, making the town that you guys can can go and check out and making other areas for you guys to explore. So that's been pretty fun and pretty interesting to just learn that part of it where we'll be in a, in a world that I've designed instead of the world that the book had. So that'll, yeah. be, that'll be pretty cool. What's it like? Because um, you're like, you're playing with us. But yeah. at the same time, you're not. You're kind of against us. Yeah, because I'm, I'm controlling all like, the monsters. You don't want to murder us. Yeah, so I need to like I need to make the decisions for the monsters like believable and and do what the monsters will actually would like. And I don't want it to be too easy for you guys. Right, it's boring. You want it to be challenging. Yeah, but I also at the same time I don't want to just like annihilate you guys because then it also won't be fun if you're not playing. So it's a it's a real balancing act to keep it challenging enough that you guys need to work to succeed work together yeah which is something i think i was going to ask you you know you told us after we finished you were kind of surprised by some of what we did yeah i was going to ask you like what were the things we did that you were just like man like i didn't think they'd figure that out right away um yeah so in the in the second room that you guys entered there like there was a, a locked treasure chest and some beds and uh luke just like right away was like i'm gonna go look look around the beds to see if the key's <laughs> there and like i i don't think you guys were gonna find the, find the key honestly and like you could have used your swords to break the treasure chest open if you wanted like that was something you guys could have done um and you would have broken some of the stuff inside the treasure chest so i was just and then if you guys had done that i would have told you about the key to like kind of get you thinking about how to how to be thinking about your environment in the game. Right, going so, forward. Yeah, so I was just really impressed that Luke, Luke <laughs> thought of that. Um, yes. That was... Score one for the yeah, Republic. That was probably the most surprising thing, was uh, like just Luke solved that puzzle right away. Um, Which is surprising, because puzzles are quite difficult. And then... I, I do have a question about something in the game that we kind of we kind of bypassed it. And I've been thinking about it for almost a week now. Right. When we did the quest for the Goblin King yeah. in that dungeon, um, it sounds so nerdy, and I love it. <laughs> this is great. So when we when we did that mission, and we came back, and he's like, "Oh, you found the toy horse." Yeah. He never asked us about his, his sister, toy dragon. Sorry, why did yeah. I say toy horse? I don't know. So had had if had we mentioned his sister being dead, would the outcome have changed? No. Uh, he was a goblin, so he's already like somewhat lower intelligence than, okay. than you guys. And it was kind of a situation of his sister stole his toy. And oh. so the natural, he would have been like, good. She got what she deserved. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wouldn't have had like the, the like forward thinking or the empathy to think like, I'm currently mad at my sister, but I don't want her dead. He's thinking she, she stole my toy. I'm glad she's dead. It's like one track mind kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering about that like all week. I was like, I wonder had we said anything about his sister, would the outcome have changed? Would they have attacked us? Yeah. In which case, had they attacked us, we would have been in a much different situation. Was there anything that you like did have to change for us because we were terrible? There was, um, (laughs) so one other, one other situation that you guys did really well in was there was a room 
that shot fire at you guys. Luke's uh, good at puzzles, guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's true. I think I'm getting lucky. And there's just a, like there was a, like a riddle at the beginning, basically. Wasn't it like a voice that we heard? Yeah, a magical voice that just told you to approach with humility. And so you guys walked up and kneeled on the ground, like right, right in time before fire shot out and would have done a lot of damage to you guys. All I'm saying is the penitent man will pass. Yeah. Yeah. Luke pulled on his, uh, <laughs> biblical knowledge, his, uh, my Indiana Jones yeah, and the last, Jones, crusade, last knowledge. crusade knowledge to get through that, to get through that <laughs> puzzle. Um, dude, these games, and it's going to continue to amaze us as we play more. I think is how much influence these kind of games have on modern entertainment, yep. you know, movies, video games, books. I mean, Absolutely. ready player one, the whole world of the Oasis is built on Dungeons and Dragons um, and other pop culture yeah, things. Like but KOTOR, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Thank is, you for clarifying that because it took me like six weeks to realize that's what you guys were talking yeah. about. <laughs> um, is built on a Dungeons and Dragons system, essentially. And then a lot of other video games have just built off that. They've, I mean, obviously video games have evolved because Dungeons and Dragons is a turn-based system. So was so was Kotor, and, but then like it's evolved beyond that to stuff like Mass Effect, where it's live action instead of turn-based. Um, and Neverwinter. Yeah, Neverwinter is very much based on it. Tamriel Unlimited. Um, yeah, Tamriel Unlimited has a lot of Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons and Final Fantasy is when in the older days when yeah. it was turn-based. Yep. It's crazy because now like that I've played a game like this, I see it like um, more threaded through these kinds of The Baldur's things. Gate games are not only based on the Dungeons and Dragons systems, they're based in Dungeons and Dragons world. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, same with, or they're based in the Forgotten Realms world, which is a place that Dungeons and Dragons can take place, depending on how you're playing it. Um, yes, yeah, so there's just tons of video games that are, that have a lot of roots in the Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, but yeah, so Luke was asking me places where I had to change something for you guys. Sorry, we got sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> um, at one point, you guys were fighting three skeletons, and they were going to destroy you because you guys just weren't dealing any damage to them because they're skeletons, and you didn't have, like, a hammer or something. To, they're dead. To, or, or my holy magic. Crush their bones. Yeah. Um, so they, they would have killed you. So I just I made them a little more mindless. So they just kind of, like, kept moving in the same direction to because i didn't want you guys to die on your first mission and, and you know i think that's i think that's something that's so cool is that you know you as game master luckily you've played a game like this before yeah um because anybody else probably would have just followed the book and mm. let us die oh i would have yeah right and, and i would have too because i wouldn't have known like oh, i can just change this mm -hmm. you know because and that's what i think is so cool about the game as a whole and what interests me so much is that just because the book says something doesn't mean it's going to go that way. Like we can yeah. change it however we want. And I think that's so cool. Yeah. But then if you, so that's in that situation, I was, I was working to protect you guys to keep you moving forward, but then jump a little bit farther ahead. You guys are fighting a dragon. And the first thing I did was make the dragon kill two of you. Like, yeah, I was one of those two. Yeah. It would have killed three of us, but luckily there's a wall there where yeah. Luke was hanging out. Yep. Me and Tim were hanging out. Yeah. Tim was a lifesaver. Yeah, so you you guys weren't able to kill the final dragon, but you did enough, enough damage. Enough damage to scare it off and two of you were laying there unconscious, which I felt like was a a good like ending to that particular adventure because it was high enough conflict to where you know, you you beat that dungeon basically but two of you were unconscious and almost dead so you like got by by the skin of your teeth yeah that so. i think skin of our teeth is an understatement yeah yeah i'm really looking forward to playing with you guys again monday yeah like i said i'm working on building some like building the town like are you sorry go ahead i'm really sorry i just i'm really excited so yeah. I start thinking of stuff yeah. as you're talking. You know, I'm just I'm just working on like and figuring out what kind of quests I'm gonna send you guys on and, and things like that and how and what is your quest? Yeah. And just <laughs> trying to have it really well prepared so that it can run smoothly. So that does take some some extra work outside of when we're actually playing. 
but I, it's fun and I enjoy it. So, two questions. Okay. One is more of a suggestion. Can, <laughs> can you put a guy in the game who took an arrow to the knee? <laughs> I will do my best. Thank you. Second question: Will there be a part in this next, like where we start? Will we start in like a town with like shops and yeah and stuff? And yeah, it, because I'm gonna. I'm gonna I don't want to waste our time playing having you guys walk back from the dungeon to the town. So okay. I'm just going to say that you guys Thank you. got back to the town in the in-between time. Yeah, Luke likes when you eliminate travel. So Yeah. Yeah. I, I am. I.E. Game of Thrones Season 7. Yeah. That's right. So Yeah, well. Yeah, really, really looking forward to playing again. I've been thinking about this all week, Googling stuff, trying to figure out like my spells and how I want to like level up and what weapons I, and stuff I should get. Yeah, so I, if... This sounds so nerdy to everybody who's listening, but like, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you watch like in the beginning of Stranger, Stranger Things. Things, or if you've watched Freaks and Geese or something, you watch them play and you like see all fun they're having. You're like, well, it's because they're super nerds. Well, you know what? It's a lot of freaking fun. Okay, <laughs> well, we're super nerds, so that's yeah. not really a good argument. I'd say like, <laughs> if you like um, any video game, like Skyrim, The Witcher, oh, any of those major video games, you would enjoy a Dungeons and Dragons game. If you like storytelling, if you like character customization, any fantasy book, um, and you care about storytelling, you care about any of that stuff. I think that you'd really enjoy it because it's, especially from, from my role as the game master, it's basically an exercise in telling a story. Um, which is, I really enjoy. It's helping me be creative again, which is really cool. Make sure you use your brain a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I just think I think that there's a lot more people that would enjoy it that will never give it a shot because yeah it's you know it's seen as super nerdy um, but I mean it's essentially just a really in-depth board game yeah. at the end of the day and ultimately yeah. ultimately it's what you make it there are people who take it way more seriously than we do oh yeah who like once they sit down at the table they talk in their character's voice the entire time and they never speak like they never speak as a person playing the game. They just speak as as if they're in the game. Like they speak in like old English. I mean, they probably just change their voice a little. Yeah, bit. change their voice a little bit, but they never say like like they'll never like they'll never talk about something outside of the game. So they'll never be like, "Hey, Chris." Yeah. Oh. They'll be like, and like "Hey, to Tolgan." Me, yeah, to me, <laughs> like that's cool that that's what they want to do. That's not where I'm at. That's yeah. I I like being able to step out out from the game and talk to you guys about other stuff. Yeah. We yeah. just, we just yeah. want to have a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a social, it's a and social hour. Yeah. Is it's what it was supposed to, to be. Out. It turned into social hours, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, that's essentially what it's supposed to be. I mean, we all got together. We ordered pizza, oh, we created yes. our characters. We hung out. I stayed up way too late. Yep. I, I mean, I didn't go to bed till like midnight, which I usually go to bed at like nine 30. So <laughs> yeah. to put it in perspective. So, I mean, which and, we and won't I, have to do as much now that we're creating. Yeah. So that'll be good. Then we'll have to start playing on the weekends when there's like five hour yeah. quests and it gets yeah. crazy. I've been looking at some stuff. I'm really excited. Wait, and I'm not gonna be able to stay up late now. now yeah. That, now that I've got a job. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So yeah, we'd all really recommend you guys play that. And game. if you want to play with us and you're in the area, hit I mean, us up. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> hit us up on the tweeters. We'll uh, put you through a vetting process and see if you're really ready for this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. Well, should we should we go into our new famous segment? Yeah. The final thoughts. Yep. All right. Cool. All right. Um, my final thought. Something that I did not mention in the uh, what I've been doing this week. I also went and saw the movie The Big Sick. Um, it's not. It's not a nerdy movie or anything. So it's not like super in line with with our our podcast genre but i loved it um it might be my favorite movie of the year yeah so it's it's based on the true story of uh the actor from uh he's probably currently best known from silicon valley uh camille nanjani and his i think that's how you say his last name i don't know i'm bad with foreign languages and foreign last names um (laughs) But it's the true story of him and his wife. Um, and it, it looks at his struggles as a, um, a starting out 
comedian. It looks at struggles of dating in like adulthood. And, and then it also deals with struggles of when the person you love is incredibly sick and in the hospital. And it is, it's definitely a romantic comedy, but it's also definitely a drama and it's, I just loved it. I personally related to it pretty significantly. Just being sick is something that I've experienced a lot in my life. And so, uh, so I related to it on that level, but the other people that I saw with also really enjoyed it and really loved it. And I just really like hearing comedians talk about being comedians. So I really liked it. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. I've, I've been really wanting to see that movie. So yeah, it's, it's currently rated as like the best movie of the year. Even better than Get Out. Oh, I don't know if it's, it's rated, rated best of out. the summer. It's I rated know best for of the sure. summer, but I think I think that it and Get Out are are gonna duke it out for best movie of the year, which is awesome because they were both lower budget movies. Yeah, like and both really successful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to touch on um, the Titans TV show casting. They casted their Dick Grayson this week. And for those of you who know anything about Dick Grayson or Nightwing or Robin, that's a that's a pretty big deal. This is a I mean, this is gonna be probably one of the most polarizing conversations, I think, when it comes out, is how people receive um the Dick Grayson character in that show. Um I saw that his synopsis is he comes out of hiding in that show. Hmm. Like he steps out from the shadows to lead this team of Titans. Sounds pretty cool to me, but I mean I don't really know Dick Grayson to be hiding. He's kind of in your face. But anyways, the casting is what's important. Brenton Brenton Thwaites, I think is how you say his name. He's Australian, has some crazy looking eyebrows. But um, he was in the newest Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Luke, you saw it and you said he was pretty good in it. Yeah, he was. He was. He was good. He wasn't bad. So he's in a couple other stuff, things too. Um. Yeah, he's in. He's in The Giver, mm-hmm. um, and he was in, most recently, Gods of Egypt. Yeah, and I heard he wasn't very good in that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't feel like that movie was very good, right? I mean, yeah, I haven't not, seen it. Yeah, let's just forget about that movie. Okay, we'll forget that movie ever happened. But I'm excited. He has a, re- a really strong jawline. I mean, that's superhero rule number one, I think. And I think that was the only thing <laughs> Luke and I said about it, too. <laughs> Chris, have you seen anything on this yet? I have not. Just the stuff that you've told me. Do you want to see a picture of him? Uh, oh, sure. I, I don't know if he'll have short or long hair. I know in a lot of the pictures. Dude. Okay, yeah. I could I could see him. Being, I, I can see it too. Being he, uh, Dick Grayson. Yeah. I mean, he, he'll look the part, certainly. Um, but I said, I think I even said this last week, looks don't make the actor and looks don't make the character. So. Uh, real quick, speaking of Grayson. I would just like to give a quick shout out to the soon arriving Grayson Lopes. Oh yeah. Nice. That's what Dude, I'm talking about. This guy, segwaymachine.com, they're our sponsor this week. Go check mm-hmm. them out. I'm just kidding, that's not real. So yeah, uh <laughs> but <laughs> our good friend uh Zach Costalopes. Yeah. Chocolate bear. We're the first getting a baby chocolate bear. First shout out. But yeah, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the the casting i mean yeah i mean just based on his photo i mean he looks like he could fit the yeah, part he, he looks the i part. haven't seen him in any movies so i just hope he can act the part yeah dick grayson is a very loved character so it's gonna be like i said it'll be polarizing like, i think yeah, i think it's gonna it be really has mixed. the potential to be the most disappointing dc property oh yeah just because of how much i care about it and it's direct to consumer which is yeah. a big deal it's gonna be on the mm-hmm. dc streaming Thing that they're building yeah do they have a name for that yet it's probably gonna be something like dc direct or something i, I don't know what it's gonna be called but i do know that titans and young justice season three are the first two things they're releasing on yep. it and i assume them pulling all their movies off of netflix is a direct indication that those will probably be put on there too so yeah with, with his casting i'm i'm optimistic yeah I, I saw a new pirates movie it was not very good but him and the new girl in it were both they're both good. Good. So, the casting kind of—it just kind of seems like the ages are all over the place. 
Yeah. Like Raven's really, really young. Yeah, she's 13. Starfire is like 29, I, I which think I think makes Starfire sense. Starfire and Dick are going to be old. Older. Older. And then Beast Boy and, and Raven, Raven will are going to be a lot younger. And which, then I think I heard a rumor that Hawk and Dove are still might be in it. So. There's a lot. I don't know if they'll be a recurring member of the yeah. team, but they're definitely, I think they'll definitely be in the show. Which I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of similar to the Teen Titans animated movie with Dick Grayson and Starfire kind of like being aged somewhere so they can make yeah. out and stuff. And like, <laughs> which, which I mean is part of the character. Yeah. So. Kind of like, kind of like babysitting the rest of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does say he steps out from the shadows to lead a team. So it's, it's like he is kind of, He's been in the field a lot longer than everyone else. I don't know. I'm excited about the show itself. It's ran by the same people who do all the CW shows. Um, so so that could be good or bad. Yeah, it could could be really good. It could be really bad. Um, I, I think it's going to... I think Chris nailed it. It's got the biggest potential to be a disappointment. Yep. But I did see that the writers for it... There's two writers. Yeah. Akiva Goldsman and Jeff Johns are writing it. So Akiva Goldsman. <laughs> Lately. Sucks. He's, he's not very good, so that's kind of nerve-wracking. And then Jeff Johns, as a writer for the show, makes me feel a little better. Yeah, that's that's a good thing. But that's all I have. All right. I kind of wanted to take a moment and just explain Rotten Tomatoes, how it works. Because I don't think some people get it. Because I have some people, they're like, has a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. That means it's a 40 out of 100 score. That's not how Rotten Tomatoes works. Rotten Tomatoes is a conglomerate that takes every review that is posted to Rotten Tomatoes and gives and it a score. Gives it an average score. So when you see something has a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, that means 40 out of 100 people gave it a positive review, which is a 6 out of 10 or higher. So currently um let's see what's a movie. Like Logan Lucky, I just saw that. Has mm-hmm. 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. That means ninety-two out of a hundred percent of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are positive. Are positive. That doesn't mean it's a nine out of ten movie. Yeah, it means that that nine out of ten people gave it a six or better. So, yep. so when you see a movie that's, let's say, in between forty percent and sixty percent, that means you could still really, really like it. Oh yeah. That doesn't mean it's a bomb, and you definitely shouldn't go see it. Now, if it's in between ten and thirty, typically that means it's probably not very something good. A little different, yeah. And but also, if you see something that's like sixty to ninety, where it's certified fresh, that means there's a better chance that you're just gonna give it a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. And that's a six a out minimum. of ten means it was a fine movie. Yep. So I just wanted to kind of explain that Rotten Tomatoes is not a review website; it's a average. Yeah, and it's it's pretty of it's pretty binary. It's like a, a yes or no kind of a situation. Yeah. So was I, it was it good? Yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that was a good thing to touch on because I agree. I think a lot of people misunderstand Rotten Tomatoes. I know I did for the longest until I actually did some research on it and I was like, Oh Yeah. This, like, these percentages mean something totally different than what I thought they did. So yeah, I mean, if if you don't understand Rotten Tomatoes, there it is, just laid out for you. Does Metacritic work the same way, or is Metacritic? Yeah. Well, it's a little different, okay. but similar it's, it's similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't even and, get into it. Yeah, and also like you can't just look at the tomato meter at the percentage. If you really want to know if it's good, you have to look at the average rating out of ten. They do have one. Yep. So and like they- Wonder Woman, ninety-two percent of Rotten Tomatoes, ninety-two out of hundred people gave it a positive review. The average rating is a 7.5 out of 10. They also have critic versus viewer reviews, too. Mm-hmm. Un- right underneath that, I believe. There's a little a link that you can click, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's an average rating for the audience. So, Sorry. like, Wonder Woman's at, yeah, 90%. It's a, they do it out of 5, though. That's annoying. 4.4 out of 5. So It's weird that they do it different for a critic versus audience. Yeah. So, I just want to kind of take some time to... Let everybody know that. I think that was a good a good thing to talk about. Because I think there's a lot of people who don't understand <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. If you want just a straight up out of 10. I then am. go to What the Fanboy on Twitter and go to what the fanboy on, on our podcast because we give out of 10s. I'm flexing right now. We need to tweet more out of 10s. Speaking of ratings. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my gosh. Who brought this guy? He did it again. He Go. starts a new job and he ha- he brings a new swag with him this week. I'm digging this. Oh my gosh. Go find What the Fanboy <laughs> on iTunes and give us a uh, five-star rating. Please. If you, if you think that's what we deserve, we'd really appreciate it. And leave a review. The reviews are actually really important. Yeah. Yeah. We would really appreciate that. Yeah, also, that'd be super balling. Also, also follow us on Twitter at What the Fanboy. Yep. You can also find us on Podchaser. Podchaser as well. It's a website that's in beta. Um, you can leave ratings and reviews there as well. All of our episodes are also on that site, so you can listen to them there as well. Nice. Which is new this week. We yep. actually wanted to say thank you to Podchaser. Um, we shot them a message. They messaged us back 30 minutes later and were like, hey, here's your page. Yeah. yeah. They they are they're an important next step for the podcasting community as a whole so yeah, show, them, show them some support yeah yep. give them a follow on twitter yep. uh you can follow me on twitter at the boy wanda b-o-i-w-u-n-d-a you can follow me on twitter at tyler 19 davis nice and uh check us out on instagram oh yeah yeah we we're still instagram. we're still working out some stuff with that yep. but um yeah give us uh, it's at what the fanboy on instagram as well mm-hmm. and uh we post periodically right now we're still working on content for that so and uh if you have questions ideas topics send them either to our twitter or email them to us at what the fanboy at gmail.com we would love to get your uh, topic suggestions and your questions yep final thing we did do a retweet giveaway this week it's kind of slowed down on the retweets go in there and find it and retweet that for a chance to win a prize box that we are going to custom make ourselves of so. nerdy goodness. Yeah. Tons of great things will be in that box. Yeah, well, possibly a couple of great, <laughs> not tons. Yeah, I don't want to say tons, but there will be some <laughs> cool stuff in there. I'm going to spend four hundred dollars on a box, but yeah. no. <laughs> but yeah, go go retweet that for a chance to win when we get to 100 followers, which we've gained since i did that i think we're up 11 already nice so making it's what some two days progress yeah. yep two or three days we've gained 11 followers which doesn't sound like a lot but from where we were to where we are that's a lot yeah yep. from starting out that's that's good so so yeah please just yep. go find that all right well we've got to head out and go practice our d8 and d20 rolls <laughs> so we'll catch you on the other side Peace out, everybody. See you guys. Bye. I've got hairy toes like a hobbit. You're the furthest thing from a hobbit. But my toes are pretty (laughs) hobbit-like. Your gain is really high, Tyler. Is it? Yeah. I feel like that's pretty... Uh, My back hurts. Oh, (laughs) I thought you pooped yourself. (laughs) Ah,